Hi, I'm Akhil Arora. And I'm Rohan Nahar. Welcome to The Long Take. This week, we're discussing The Big Bull, which is the story of Harshal Mehta, except this is semi-fictionized by changing all the names here. Uh, it stars Abhishek Bachchan in the lead as The Big Bull. And it's essentially the same story that we saw last year in the Sony Love series, Scam 92, except it's not a TV show, it's a movie. So it's all squeezed under... I mean, it's for a movie, it's quite long. It's like two and a half hours. It's like longer than Dark Knight. But it's still nowhere near the scope it needs to be. Like for me, this is in a way almost like confirms all my worst fears. How was it for you, Rohan? Yeah, I think uh, we have another entry in the accidental avant-garde kind of thing. <laughs> You didn't start that Twitter account. I miss it now. Oh yeah, I was supposed to start the Twitter account. Yeah, so this is like quite insane. Like if you notice what he, what Cookie Gulati is doing. Yeah, what is Koki Gulati doing? Like, is he like, you know, high on some substances? I don't know what this is. It's really bad. Or did he like take a vacation after like being hired as director? This is, I mean, this would have been bad in any circumstance. But like, especially after Scam 992, it's like, you can just see the glaring. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like after, after seeing this, like, I, I, after, like, it's, like, Scam is basically like the dark night in front of this. It's that bad. It's really bad. Like, I don't understand how... You have the story, right? You already know what you can do with it. Uh, but this royally just messed everything. I don't think there's anything redeemable about this. I think that the only reason I was able to even understand some parts of this movie is because I had seen the show. Like, if I did not have that info in my head of how, you know, his life proceeded, I would basically not comprehend a lot of this movie because it, it literally is jumping, right? Because it has to, like, show so much of his life and it doesn't have the time despite being two and a half hours. Uh, it's not able to actually present what's happening in his life. It's just like, huh, like this is a snippet of this is a snippet of it. But like, okay, what's the background to it? Like, I I knew about his like, you know, early years, which are not even shown here. He basically sort of like wings it and becomes a big wig here. Then that transition into money market basically is never explained. Even some basics are never explained. Like it's basically only one scene. And then they also like change stuff for some reason, which I guess is the creative license reason or whatever. Or maybe like I wouldn't have I wouldn't put it past them that they went and like reshot stuff after scam. Like <laughs> I think that's a no I'm sure like that's definitely a possibility. I mean they've they definitely delayed the movie because this was not supposed to come right now. It was all the hot star multiplex movies which were basically acquired during the pandemic season were supposed mm-hmm. to like release in twenty twenty before November. And then I think IPL came in and then obviously scam came in and they were like well Clearly, we can't go next to that right now. So let that fade out of people's minds. Yeah, I, I think this one and uh, one more is left. Bhuj. If I'm not wrong. Bhuj is left, correct. And Bhuj, I know for a fact that they had filming left hmm. when it was purchased or whatever, dumped. Hmm. Uh, but this one, I'm pretty sure they went. And because just a sheer amount of green screen, like something is fishy. Like yeah, it was like, funny for me how it's like, you know, we normally joke that TV shows are have like, you know, lower budgets than movies. But this movie looked way cheaper than that TV show. That TV show, I remember talking about this where I was like very impressed with the production values of the TV show. Like the locations felt authentic and lived in and real. Yeah. Everything about this one is just diametrically fake. opposite. Like it's just fake all of it is fake yeah I, I don't believe a single location of it like when they go into the you know stock market at the lal street nope do not buy it at all yeah it's just like a empty warehouse right? <laughs> there's nothing happening there and his penthouse is just like glaringly fake yeah um 
Although that was to be fair, that was a reason in the in the, that was a problem in the TV show as well. But then that was like a exception to the norm. Yes. Uh, what else is fake in this? Abhishek Bachchan's like performance is fake. Yeah. Like the direction is obviously fake, as we've pointed out. But yeah, Abhishek Bachchan is like very fake. Like, I was literally wondering, like, while I think in the first twenty minutes, while I was still sort of you know had very few expectations left, I was like, well, maybe it's like the direction, right? Because we've seen. Bachchan portrayed this kind of minutes, <laughs> but I, I was lost in the opening credits. <laughs> uh, so, like Bachchan has kind of played this character before, right? Like he did this in Guru, uh, a similar sort of thing, like rags from you know, like sort of will do create a business no matter at the cost and not will not listen to anyone. Like that was a story for Dhirubhai Ambani, again fictionalized, and this is Harshal Mehta. Um, but. I was like, well, it's clearly. Is it like has Bachchan degraded, or is it like basically that was Mani Ratnam and he knew what to do with the actor, and this guy has no clue? Like, what's what is happening I, here? I think the latter, right? Like Mani Ratnam is a good director. <laughs> yeah, you can't compare him to Kuki Gulati. Yeah, so I don't know what he's Ratnam done. knew like how to like get him to act, but like it's been what Guru was like fifteen years ago. And how do you get Abhishek Bachchan to act though? Like, what do you shoot around him? I guess what you you. I have, we have to see Guru again after this, and then maybe you have to give a call to Ratnam and be like, "Bro, like, please tell us how to handle this guy." Like, I don't know. Like, so I I know Abhishek Bachchan has his uh, stands, but um, like whatever little I've seen of his, which is basically like, the recent stuff, has been like uniformly terrible. Like, <laughs> I you haven't seen Breathe? No, thankfully. But Breathe is one of the most atrocious things ever. Like put. Like we joke about bar of blood, but like breathe is another level of terrible. Um, and what else? He did Ludo. He was terrible in Ludo as well. Okay. Like I'm not gonna hold back on Abhishek Bachchan. Like I have personal grudge also. So and so, I don't so care. that Ludo is a yeah, good example, right? Because uh, Ludo has Anurag Vasu, the director, who you we would rate much higher than Kuki Gulati, but like somewhere in between Kuki Gulati and Mani Ratnam. So that's like a goodish director. But then he doesn't perform again. So then it is not just Ratnam, right? It's it's also Bachchan's fault as well. He's basically de- degraded as an actor. Yeah, I mean Anurag Basu. Anurag Basu's strategy was to like not let him speak. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if he just stays silent, so maybe I can. Get he should him be sent to like basically the silent film era, and we should do like that. Just he should just oh, do God, like no. miming all the time, Charlie Chaplin stuff. I don't know. Like me, I think it's a case of you know, like uh, Tom Cruise. You know, obviously with like much less talent. Like right. Tom Cruise is someone who will not listen to his filmmakers. He'll just do whatever he wants, and he like micromanage and stuff. Yeah, I mean that uh, it's gonna like, happen. I, if also, if you like, you know, the story I've heard of out of the movie is like he himself talked about it. He's like, I don't believe in auditions, right? Bachchan came out and literally <laughs> said that, and I was like, that is the moment I heard that I was like, something is fishy then, like. If you don't believe the kind of stuff, like that's never going to re- lead to like a good thing. It's either going to be a bad but, thing or it's either going to be not affecting. You know, this is like a fairly like uh, this is fairly yeah, common normal in, yeah in Bollywood. Sadly, this is, this is this is this is the norm in Bollywood. Like they look at auditions as degrading. Like if someone is yeah. asked to audition, they're like. But like if you how do you not screen test someone for this role, right? And you we would have instantly realized in like five minutes that Bajan cannot play Harshad Mehta. Like But interestingly for all, what like, he said as well, right? 
he said that so his his what his statement was that i don't believe in auditions because i find them unnatural hmm. also if i had audition cookie wouldn't have hired me <laughs> I remember that line. Yeah. Oh God. And like so. That's basically admitting the actor that they should have not been in that role. Right. It's almost like, oh yeah, I have a silver spoon in my mouth, and that's why I'm in this movie. Which is ironic, right? Because I mean, I would imagine that it's acting, right? It doesn't matter if like he needs what he needs, like a set and costumes and props to act. Like, what yeah. sort of acting is this? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that just it just reveals so much about this industry also you know like things yeah. like this can get made and then like fortunately for scam people recognized it and it was a lockdown or whatever and kind of became a word of mouth mouth hit but imagine like an alternate universe where the lockdown with covid hadn't happened and basically this came out in october yeah like i i wouldn't be surprised if this steamrolled over scam as scam was like rediscovered like 2 years later or something entirely i would believe that yeah because this was like i mean even now forget even with the pandemic this is uh just because of shears like disney's marketing budget like it it's generating higher buzz right it might be like crap but that still means it gets seen by a lot of people and that's essentially what these platforms care about at the end of the day yeah especially like hotstar they don't really care about like recall value like all yeah. the new releases uh especially this batch they've come and gone and people have forgotten like uh, yeah i think we've touched upon all the big ones and literally all of them i think can be put in the pile of you know please fight with each other for the title of the worst movie fight with each other for the title of the worst movie and like these movies have they've ceased to exist in like public consciousness like dil bechara is supposed to be the best movie ever made according to i mean that's not like people don't remember <laughs> uh don't do that like we'll get a justice for ssr gang on us next tomorrow i mean, take it at this point Rakesh is listening. Um, uh, why does Hotstar do this? I guess it's like it's not because it's not even in-house movie, right? Like for some of them, they had that excuse was like, oh, it's a movie from like Star Studios, so we're gonna put it here. But from what I know, this is not a Star Studios movie. So why are they spending money on these? I don't know. They they got into business with Ajay Devgan, and Ajay Devgan was like, if you want Poch, you also take Big Bull. Yeah, so maybe it's like that one of those like old theater deals, right? Like they. pair a very bad b movie with an a movie and the senate package deals although let's be clear like bhuj is not an a movie <laughs> <laughs> it's an a movie by the fact that ajay devgan is in it right that's how bollywood works bollywood does not work by storytelling it works by star names so ajay devgan is a star with like akshay kumar ajay level is yeah ajay devgan is quite popular like admittedly popular yeah so um, that's why box office to draw And that's essentially the reasons like the every movie you've looked at is basically that that right like Dil Bechara, Shashank Singh Rajput, then Lakshmi was Akshay Kumar, uh, yeah. And then one of ones in between I'm forgetting yeah Alia Bhatt was there around. Uh, hmm. So it's it's all like they just care about names these platforms and they probably never even like saw the movie before they were like हाँ ये लो पैसे thank you for the movie. Or even though if they did see it, it's not like they would. That would have discouraged them from spending on it. Yeah, I feel when people, when Bollywood people say that OTT is a dumping ground, I think this is what they mean. <laughs> like all these movies are like legit terrible. Yeah, and they were quite like they were legitimately dumped, uh, which is not something that happens every time. But in this case, I think yeah, these five or six movies are bad. Everyone knew that they were bad. And they were dumb, which sucks for like Abhishek Bachchan because I think last three releases of his have gone to streaming, and I know that pisses him off. Mm. Like I know the kind of ego 
that dude has like I know it pisses him off yeah because Bollywood still sees this not as equal at all right like that's his which what has happened in the West right now is that all the big actors are see almost actually some of them even see streaming as like a way to do like more acting right because you get to like do series and stuff the kind of roles you would never get on movies so for some it's actually almost mm. been like a rebirth of sorts uh, but in yeah. India it's not a level playing out at all like all of them are like they see Bollywood and theatre as the first thing and then streaming as like the 10th option which is funny because I don't think this would have survived uh, in the theatres I don't know what delusion they're living under like this would have been dead yeah but like Bollywood still produces like I think so. most of the movies make nothing right it's almost like I think the case is like the top 10 or 20 movies make like 90% of the budget, sorry, box office. Oh, yeah. And then the yeah. other 700 movies make the 10%, right? So, like, that's always been happening to these kind of movies. But that hasn't stopped uh, producers from bankrolling such movies in Bollywood. Yeah, which is like uh, India ka wealth cap also. <laughs> it's actually better than the wealth cap, I think, for now. So, speaking of the wealth cap, it's slightly weird that you mentioned Guru... This movie treats Harshad Mehta or whatever the hell his character is called. What's he called? Heman. Heman Shah. Doesn't Heman. matter. I mean, they quite give him a Gujarati name, but like given Bachchan's performance, you can never tell if he's a Gujarati or not. There's not one <laughs> yeah, part of him that's, that's Gujarati. He's like Juhu by way of like Northwestern University. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So, huh, what was I saying? Huh, it treats, like, what's the name? Harshad Mehta as if he was Dhirubhai Amani. Like, he's yeah. like a guy who went from Rags Riches. And this is like a trend, right? It's like a desi trend where like if you have money, uh, thumbs up. Yeah. Must have done something, right? <laughs> How do you get that money? Oh, like, yeah, we don't care. Like, it's fine. Yeah, you made money. You Like, yeah. I think that's the tendency of just like if you're making a movie about you, we will automatically whitewash you enough to paint you as the hero. Like, congratulations. But I don't understand why they couldn't have taken like a Wolf of Wall Street approach with this. Although, to be fair, I have a lot of problems with Wolf of Wall Street as well. Like, I feel that movie itself, in a way, was glorifying his exploits. So, even, I was not happy with oh, Scorsese's so. approach there. So, this is though even far further from that. But Yeah, I thought, like, it did glorify his, his life. But towards the end, it kind of became like, oh, yeah, it's like wagging a finger at him as well. But you kind of have to like stay with the movie. Yeah, so I mean, I think they, they did show like, you know, like the sort of the consequences of his actions and the cost of it. But I think the movie was in a way celebrating like worth it. the kind of, yeah, it was like, yeah, his life is worth it. Right? He, he emerges in the end as like a s- insane storyteller and he's like doing appearances and all. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, like, it's fine. Like, you know, this is a legit way to live. Uh, however, on the other hand, in the big bull, he led, he literally compares him to himself to like Robin Hood or something at one point. Yeah, and it's it, like, and that's the what? problem, right? Like the character can uh, completely do that. You know, comparing it to what Phoebe Waller-Bridge said of Bond, like Bond can be misogynist, so Harshad Mehta can see himself as a hero, but the movie should not see him as a hero. Uh, correct. So, but the movie sees him as a hero, which is like an odd stance to take. Like they could have just. Like, who cares, right? Yeah. Like, it's like some outdated notion that we won't get on board with, like, someone who's not 100% sane. Yeah. Which is so weird. Like, like live, we're literally living in the post-Game of Thrones world. I think most people's famous character, like, sorry, favorite characters from that TV show was someone that who was really evil or something. So, 
this is not an era anymore where people need like even like remotely white characters to root for yeah look at like your favorite television shows for instance but that's the thing right like i'm sure abhishek bachchan looks at breaking bad and he's like ha but theek hai it's a tv show na it's not a movie that releases in theaters so why should i take it seriously yeah i think it's also like the it's the bollywoodized tendency right like as with scam this was not the case right like they they try to paint a very full picture of him even to his mm-hmm. like sort of you know uh even like it's not forget his like you know ethically and moralistically the way he was corrupt in his business dealings but even how he sort of operated outside of that right, in his life as well right like with his wife and everyone uh but this movie is like not really interested in that like he even in his personal relationship he's basically like the perfect nice guy right yeah he is a perfect nice guy plus the movie like even though it's so long it spends like very little time on him as a person yeah it's so like plot driven like every is a kind of movie where like if this guy needs something to happen in his life like there's some guy will pop up and be like oh aapne iske bare mein suna hai that's what i love about it i was like you you want actually make a movie about him how he's the like you know insane guy he's the big bull who is like driving the market up and he must be the brains of this operation but so somehow, someone has to pop in <laughs> yeah somehow somehow it's always like dependent on some random guy popping into the office and be like sir ye ho raha hai ha he needs information he suddenly like magically like and a newspaper appears and then tiny <laughs> montage and one uh, rap verse later it's done oh my god that terrible rap song <laughs> with those like graphics of those numbers and yeah like, like it was so anachronistic for me for as well i was like wait i mean i understand if you want to do it music wise that like, cuz you know that has become a habit these days of even like film filmmakers internationally but the moment you sort of do it start doing those you know 3d graphics inside like a 80s and 90s world i'm just like that doesn't gel for me at all you were talking about how cheap it looks right did yeah. you notice that shot of uh, her shot thing hemant uh, in his like balcony of his house and like the street below was all cgi <laughs> yeah i mean there were sometimes I mean the sets also were like I think lit up like maybe like too bright or like just like trying to like not have any shadows it's like I don't understand why do <laughs> bollywood directors cinematographers and production as most of them not believe like they're like the opposite of kiara scuro like it's like <laughs> full light forget shadows like they like they everything should be lit up it's like a friend set like they're making a sitcom or something so that they light up yeah, so much no... then it become artificial right like if you walk into someone's home there's going to be shadows cast by objects But you like go into a Bollywood movie and suddenly like oh my god where have I come? It's like a Barbie doll set or something. There's no uh, there's no like light source. No. Yeah, exactly. It's not like sun here. Like sun, four more. <laughs> like there are four suns. Ah, uh, yeah. It's just like annoying. And and then obviously on top of that, you know, like the the framing of the story, like. Why is the book being published in 2020 when the guy died like in 2000? Bees sal, why is she waiting? Like, there's no logic to it. It's not like it enhances the story in any way. It's not like you're co- making a comment on how India's financial no, system, that, system um, is like has come a long way. It's a trend of like you are too stupid to follow, so we will repeat things thrice. <laughs> yeah, that that actually that this? happens with like dialogue as well. Actually, like he will go step into an office. uh hans harshad or whatever him i don't care and then he'll say something to someone and then he'll walk out with his brother on the s- stairs and then he'll repeat the same thing once more so this is what happens in this movie right so yeah. like someone comes and narrates something to hans harshad hmm. and uh, he repeats it he's like kya aapka matlab ye hai kya main aise karunga to aise hoga and then 20 years later leona de cruz repeats it again yeah Like, and you still don't understand what's happening. Yeah, you don't. which is weird right because you're right we know the story this is a movie which makes you 
kind of forget something that you already know. Yeah. This is the ultimate like case of bungling up your story. Like this guy does not know how to tell a story. Yeah, and and then the ch- the unnecessary changes to it, right? Like, I mean, I was barely able to follow the plot because of how it moves. It moves on like in a, for some reason it's also non-linear at times. And I was like, yeah, why is this happening? Like, why is this necessary? Like they always try, try to create like a thriller out of the movie at times, right? The way the characters walk towards the camera in a dramatic fashion and all that. I was like, okay, what is going on here? Like it's supposed to be a drama or supposed to be like a mystery thriller or whatever. Um, and then so those weird changes part of it, the one I'm talking about is the fact that her source, the journalist source ends up being the brother. This was not the case in the original story, right? Or am I forgetting now? Yeah, it was uh, his right-hand man, right? Yeah, it was right-hand man, exactly. It wasn't like his brother. So then that random change happened for some reason. Yeah, he was just like pointlessly like betrayed or something. Yeah. Which is weird. And then there was some other changes as well, which I'm forgetting now. He was given like a burp walk at the end, tortured. What was happening? Yeah. And a what? Just like to make us feel sorry for him. Like, just like put him up on a pedestal even more. Yep. As much as you can do. And like, too. you know, like talking about the non I think the thing is like Junior's face does not change. <laughs> so you don't, like you can't tell what timeline we are in except for like his clothes change. Yeah. So it takes a while to kind of get used to because it's so pointless. Like this is one of those avant-garde, like accidental avant-garde things that Nikki <laughs> Pilati does, you know. In addition to like, yeah. like those jump cuts, like mid-sentence jump cuts yeah. I've never seen. Which is basically like proof of that, this, that's the editing room problems right like that you went there and you were like oh well we shot that that way but now it's not gelling they're like and then there's literally some like is it a like disney site issue or was it there were like f- black frames between scenes for you no they're not black frames yeah i was thinking i was like wait is this happening to me because like some internet connection and then the movie would literally be like cut to black and then emerge from black <laughs> mid scene and i was like what is happening is this some new it's, editing technique I've never observed in my life? Like, how, am I illiterate or something? Cookie Gulati ka new wave hai. This is, <laughs> this is like, you're not, this, I'm telling you, this is weird. So, Abhishek Bachchan, like, Junior is like, maniacally laughing, like, 80% of screen time is maniacally laughing. Oh yeah, alone. that. How have we not, how have we spent 25 minutes and not talked about that? I think that literally, like, gave me, like, trauma for two minutes. Why does he randomly laugh? Every 20, I think at least for the first hour, he laughs like every 20 minutes, like maniacally. He just stands in a in a pose and then Cookie Gulati, I think he's known for the music video. So this was like his favorite moment. He's like, I'm going to pan the camera from like this way. And then <laughs> the camera is going to like spin around you and you can, you, you will keep laughing. And then we'll amp it up in like sound effects and VFX later. And I'm just like, what is happening? Is he supposed to be like some Bond villain? Yeah, for a film that really wants to like... Yeah, glorify him. You're like almost like going the other way by this maniac laughter. (laughs) He's laughing. The camera is like whipping around (laughs) him and like cutting to black (laughs) random. What? Like if I present it out of context, people will be like, huh, this is the villain of the story, right? Like who's the hero? Cookie Gulati has written his own IMDb bio. Oh, great. Which I've just discovered is hilarious. After that, I directed my own feature film, Prince, produced by Tips. It starred Vivek Oberoi and three new girls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Now we know this guy is never going to write female characters in his life. (laughs) I launched few models slash actresses, including Priyanka Chopra. I launched. Oh, God. The number of like people I've heard in Bollywood who like treat basically like human beings as like products and phones right i launched someone like what do you mean you launched someone 
so cookie gulati has been going around and saying that this is inspired by his dad's life and not like inspired by harshal mehta entirely what it's the most bollocks thing ever. why would you do that like literally if you if you go around anywhere if you just like step around the raw street if you take a walk around the street and say the word big bull the everyone's going to say like heman shah Sorry, Harshal Mehta. <laughs> it happened to me. Uh, Harshal Mehta, like it's almost like you're playing Marco Polo or something. Why would you even <laughs> attempt to change that narrative? I don't get it. Because that's it points to how poorly these people think of the audience, right? They're like, we'll feed them this narrative, and they'll buy it. They'll buy it. They'll be like, oh yeah, our film is very different from Scam. You know, it's not at all. I think yeah, like, they've yes, been they've been trying worse. really hard to distance themselves from Scam. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's not at all like scam. It's like a million times worse. <laughs> that that should be the title of the movie. Big bull. It's not scam. We're telling you, it's not scam. It's a million times worse. <laughs> it's goddamn garbage. Yeah, I think that's a fitting way to end this episode. Those words. I don't see any other Why way to not? go on. We can't top goddamn garbage. Yeah. Unless, of course, Abhishek Bachchan comes up with something else soon. I think we should en- we should to. insert Abhishek Bachchan's laughter here, and then d- directed by Kuki Gulati after that, and then then end the podcast. <laughs> sure, just traumatize everyone. <laughs> yeah, traumatize and Rakesh. then they'll never come back. They'll be like, "Wow, how could you do that to me?" <laughs> okay, that's all for this episode of the Long Take. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at the Long Take Pod. You can write to us at the Long Take Pod at gmail dot com. Uh, please leave us a rating and a review wherever you're listening, and also consider donating to us so we can endure more trauma for you, like the big bull. And we will see you next week.